towels are go-go Oh, it's the record selection and the mirror's reflection I'm a-dancing all with myself Oh, when there's no one else inside I think the crowd and lonely night Well, I wait so long for my love vibration And I'm dancing all with myself It'll give me time to think If I had a chance I'd ask a woman to dance And I'll be dancing up with myself Good to see you. It's good to see you, Randy, man. Yes. Nice and tired from a good workout. Nothing better. Dude, this is probably the least productive day I've had in a long time. Yeah. I didn't do fuck all. Yeah. It was pretty sad. Disappointed in myself. Not me. (laughs) I am done with school. Forever. Forever. Fantastic. Round of applause. Drum roll. (laughs) <laughs> it feels it, the weird part is is it, I don't feel relieved right I think it's because I would feel relieved if there was a goal in sight most people right they finish school and what it means is they're gonna go into their career and it means more money for them not me like I'm just done now I just don't have to do it like I'm not very excited where I don't have to do something anymore it's like I don't feel good about it <laughs> I don't feel good like like I remember I submitted my last final. I was just like, man, I should feel better, but I don't. <laughs> because there's no, like, I'm not gaining anything from it. I just don't have to do it anymore. And that's not gaining much, so right? pretty much went to school for nothing is what you're telling me. Make my mama proud. To make your mama proud. Yep. And that's when I think about it, I'm like, you know, <laughs> it sucked. I didn't enjoy the majority of it, but... You know, I made the commitment. I did it. Half of it was paid for. I'm only 20. How bad is it going to be? I'm going to accomplish so much in my lifetime. This is those three, no, like two, yeah, three years were minuscule. Really wasn't that bad. And I think about like, oh, I could have been making money in that time. And I would have just. Not a lot of money. <laughs> no, not, not, a, money. not a lot of money. And I would have just found something to spend it on, anyways. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I tell people. That's why I tell people when I'm telling them to come into the gym, they go, "I don't have the money." I go, "You do have the money." Shut the fuck up. You wouldn't notice it. You wouldn't notice it. What you don't have is the ability to beat the fuck out of somebody, (laughs) and you can gain that for the small hundred. (laughs) (laughs) And that right there is priceless. It is priceless. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing how to defend yourself, but man, you're talking about you didn't have a productive day. I have to be productive for the next two and a half weeks. Because I'm going to be taking a trip, and this podcast is going to take a, a little break. Indeed, we'll is. be picking up in November. Sad. It's going to be sad. It is going to be sad. I was thinking about that before, like right before we started this. I was like, huh, I never listen to these. But when Wyatt leaves, I'm probably going to fucking have to listen to these. I'm going to miss you, guy. You're I gone. Know. You're fucking gone. I know. 
Yep. But I mean, man, I'm tomorrow gonna get fat. <laughs> you better not get fat. I'm I, gonna turn. You better. I better slug. come. I better come back, and you've better been going to the gym, and you better be going to my garage. No. Triad. You better oh, be going fuck. to Triad, or a Muay Thai gym or something. Cause I better come back, and we better get ourselves some fights. Uh, <laughs> right? right. But man, I gotta be productive for these next two and a half weeks. Tomorrow, work. Shoot primer in the engine bay of my car. Friday, go shoot bedliner in my car. This is the first. Gone this weekend. (laughs) Work all week. Next weekend, got a wedding to go to. After that, podcast with my grandma, her 70th birthday. After that, work that week. Next weekend, uh, I'd like to spend with my friends. Saturday night, Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker. Banger of a fight. Sunday night, dinner with family. Monday morning, I'm out of here. Dude. Wyatt. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what? No, that, I mean, that's it. You go. Oh, oh. I was just going to say, this is the first you've mentioned about any sort of fucking fight, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? You might as well. I mean, I know you might as well. Yeah. But, like, I'd, I'd feel bad. Mm-hmm. Punching somebody in the face that who is my weight and size, I would feel bad. Not not in the sense yeah. like I couldn't do it, but I'm horrified of being it's taken different. down. That would be terrifying. No, yeah, I, I know nothing. I well, know you nothing. have those dreams, right, where you're like in a fight and you just can't throw a punch. No, I'm not worried about not being able to punch the dude in the face. Like mm-hmm. that's the least of my problems. I'm like worried about getting oh my ass fucking taken down, which will yeah. happen. Yeah, it will happen. It, listen, it's just a fun, friendly competition. A brutal one. I mean, it's fun and friendly, but like... I don't want to look back in 20 years and go, man, I have the abilities to fight, but my body wouldn't be able to do it anymore. Like, I, it's just something like I have to do. You know, like I don't... Like a boxing match would be fun. Yeah. I'd love to do a boxing yeah. match. You know, I'm not expecting to be a world champ, but I have to try. And another thing, too, is, if you know, I have to have goals in order to do something. Right, I would never just work out if I didn't have a goal. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this before on here. Like when I was losing weight, I would have never lost weight just to lose weight. Like I lost weight because it was a weird chain of events where it was. I realized how easy it is, the benefits of it, and then the goal in mind of wanting to start jujitsu, um, and that's just kind of how it happened. And then I progressively started working out more, harder, and better to get better at jiu-jitsu. But I would never just work out just to work out. So a fight is, for me, would be something where I know for the next eight weeks I'm going to take care of myself. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Just to have a nice goal, right? For eight weeks, you just get to set your mind to something with a goal in mind. Prepare, and at the end of that eight weeks, go in and see how you fare. (laughs) Yeah, no, what I'm saying is, uh, unless I really, really want to try out while you were gone, if you wanted to sign up for fights when you got back, I wouldn't be signing up for an MMA fight. I'd, be, yeah. I'd sign up for a have boxing to. match for shits and gigs. Yeah, I just want to do it all. Because that just, would be fun for me. That would yeah. be fun for me. You are confident in your jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I would never punch you in the face because it would end up on the floor and I'd end up choked out. <laughs> it's really strange, the level of knowing a little bit and not knowing anything and how easily you can 
clobber somebody. I'm protected by the rules. I could clobber somebody in a boxing match. That'd be fun. That would be fun, yeah. in my opinion. Well, I would do one. I mean, just, I don't know. I just love, like, the aspect of it. Like, everything about it. It's just so fascinating. It's way more fascinating than any other sport to me. It's just you. And I feel like... Just fighting in general? Yeah. yeah I feel like that is the pinnacle of competition. I mean... It, it really is like yeah gladiators dude we used to watch yeah. people die <laughs> yeah or someone like henry cejudo what avenue does that guy have for outside of combat sports if he wants to be a world champion he's not going to make it in the nba the guy's 5-4 but he's one of the greatest combat athletes of all time be one hell of a gymnast probably <laughs> yeah one hell of a gymnast that's true but he won a, a gold medal in the olympics at 21 no was he 21? I can't remember. He might have been younger. Um, and then becomes the flyweight champion. He beats Demetrius Johnson, becomes a flyweight champion, defends his belt, beats TJ Dillasaw, moves up to 135 pounds, beats Marlon Marais, gets the 135-pound belt, defends it against Dominic Cruz, retires. I mean, what, in, in comparison to any other sport, where would somebody like him have an avenue to accomplish something like that? You don't. And so that's why I don't think something like football is really like the pinnacle of sports because, you know, it's a team aspect and you have to. Yeah, that's true. It's a team thing. Yeah, it's a team thing. And not just that, you could work your ass off, be the hardest working person in the world. It won't matter (laughs) if you just don't have the natural ability or, you know, the physical body. Yeah. Yeah. It, so that's why like that's why I tell people I'm like it's the only sport well I don't know about the only sport but it's literally one of the only sports where you could have no prior athletic experience walk into a gym start training and you never know you might be a world champion someday or you might be a professional I mean how many people dude Deontay Wilder was like exactly huge. perfect he, example well not really dude he's just a huge sorry to say that he's a huge He's a huge fucking dude. Yeah. He's a huge dude with a missile of a right hand. Yep. And it took out like 48 people before he got yeah. into a professional fight. Yeah. Yeah. It took him a while, but it's yeah. it's just because he had a missile that yeah. nobody could really get by because he was a freaky big guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he yeah. wasn't really, he still doesn't know how to fight. Yeah. And a guy like him, right, he's got the size where he could have probably played basketball or played football. But here's the thing, is when he started boxing, you know, he was, I think he was in his early 20s or mid-20s. Listen, you're not going to become an NFL player if you decide in your mid-20s, I want to become an NFL player. You missed your shot. You're not going to, you're not, you didn't play in high school, and you're not in college playing. It's not one of those things where you can just walk into, there's not football gyms where you can just start training and then possibly get signed. It's not like that. Anybody, anybody. Any around the world too, not just in America, can go walk into a gym, train, and become a professional fighter. Not anybody can become professional. Well, there's a big difference between professional and the guys you see on TV. Professional, it's a lot easier to become professional than a lot of people think. Um, but that's just what makes it so good. Is anybody, anybody has the chance to do it. That's why the game's so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it bothers me when people go, this is, happens every time. 
what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm watching the fights. Who's fighting? And I say, mm, you wouldn't know him. And then I say the names. Yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, I miss the days. I used to watch the UFC back when Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock were fighting. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is why. I'm like, why even ask me if who's fighting if you don't know? The only people you know are John Jones, Khabib, and Connor. Why ask me who's fighting? They're I not fighting really, this weekend. I don't know anybody's names. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But I don't really care. I like the fucking sport. I like yeah. watching two people fight. I think yeah. it's fun. Not yeah. fun. I think it's something about it's intriguing, definitely. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. Say you're walking down the street and you see some people playing pickup football at the park. Are you going to stop what you're doing and watch them play football for 15 minutes? Probably not. <laughs> Say you're walking in the park and you see two people banging it out in the park, scrapping. Oh, you're going to drop whatever you're doing. And you're going to watch these two fucking people fight. That's such a good point. That's a really good point. Every It's in our DNA. Fighting's literally in our DNA. I'm aware. It's so primal. But, th- yeah, that's why it's just so fascinating to me. Dude, a left hook isn't primal. No. <laughs> a left hook is not primal. No. A left hook does not come naturally. <laughs> like, a left hook, you know, there's technique behind it. To properly throw a left hook. Well, all of it, too. You're balanced. Crank. Because, yeah, think about it, right? There's Just think crank, yeah. then you'll get a left hook, right? <laughs> there's sports that are similar where you can see aspects of it in... I would say striking techniques, say like throwing a javelin, similar to throwing a cross, right? Uh-huh. Where you're loading up, you're pivoting, and you're launching your dominant arm straight. Very different. Now imagine if you had to throw a javelin with your right hand and then retract and throw a shot put with your left hand. That's essentially what a cross jab or cross hook is, right? Pretty much. It pretty much is, except you're not really... So it doesn't come naturally. To pivot on your back foot, foot, launch across, retract it, and then pivot on your front foot and throw a hook and still defend yourself without leaving yourself wide open. It's balance, footwork, all of it. It's, you know, it takes time to polish. You have to be an athlete. <laughs> yeah, so like you watch Mike Tyson demonstrate like how to throw a hook, stuff like that. You're like, man. Ow. Yeah, he puts an entire body into it, much like a shot put, right? A spin, whether you're spinning or you're just throwing a shot put standing, it's the same thing. You're not, you don't throw a shot put with your arm, right? You don't throw a hook with your arm. You use your whole body. You load up your hip, you bend your knees, you load up your hips, and the hand follows. It's the same thing with the shot put, right? I don't know how to fucking throw a shot put. <laughs> well, you ever watch somebody throw a shot put? I didn't know that the arm wasn't a part of it. Well, it is a part of it, <laughs> That's right? That's what I'm saying. But you don't, but you don't throw a shot put fifty feet all arm. Negative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Yep. Very interesting. <laughs> I wasn't arguing. I'm just. No. Nope. <laughs> and I don't even know what I'm talking about here. No. Well. Uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I'm just a fan. You're a fan. Mm-hmm. A fan too. I I was talking with my family the other day how I kind like there's moments in my life where I remember the dates of certain stuff that happened only because of what fight card was that weekend or the weekend before it or similar around that. Like, I know when events happened in my life based off which UFC card there was. Dude, so, like, if I got my nose broken, would that shit be, like, more crooked after they fixed it or would they fix it, like, 
how would that work? I guess it kind of depends. It kind of depends how they fix it. Yeah, I guess it kind of depends. Well, like, I mean, what's the most reinforced way? I mean, if you're a fighter, like, what a, what a, what would a fucking fighter do? I don't notice well, any of them have Now, if you get your nose noses. smashed and flattened, then yeah, you'll have to get it reconstructed. <laughs> but if your nose is broken and it's fine, it might not be worth it because here's what happens, right? It's just like an a- an ACL injury, right? You tear your ACL. You, you go through surgery, you get it fixed, right? Hamstring but it's not the same. It's not the same as it was before. It's definitely not better. So the same thing can happen with your nose. When Roy McDonald got his nose broken by Robbie Lawler, his nose hasn't been the same since. Mm. Right? So Justin Gaethje, you hear him talk, and he talks how really does it nasally. Look, how do, how do, <laughs> uh, okay, finish what you were saying. He talks really nasally, right? Because he's had his nose broken, and he never got it reconstructed. How does Roy McDonald's nose look? Fine. <laughs> it looks fine? Yeah, it looks fine. Now, unless you're Vanderlei Silva, who he just, uh, I mean, the dude's been fighting fucking forever, and his style is pretty much just sprawl and brawl. He's had his face torn up so much, he doesn't look like the same person he was 20 years ago when he was fighting because that's he's sad. had so much facial reconstruction surgery. That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. And, See, that's know. what I would never want. I would never, ever want yeah. that. I got a pretty face, man. Yeah, you Whether do. Whether you want to say it or not, I have yeah. a pretty fucking face. I always face. tell people you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yourself, you, you admit you're pretty yourself, too. Well, what can I do? I wake up and I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I always tell, it's, yeah, you look like a singer-songwriter. It's horrible. What, being pretty? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a liar. <laughs> no. But I, you'll be fine, Joel. I know I'd be fine from one fight. I'm not afraid from getting my nose smashed in a single fight. I'd be happy yeah. if I got it broken in the first fight. You just don't want to look back 20 years after training martial arts for 20 years and <laughs> just, go, man, I wish I would have fought. I was, well, yeah, no, but you also don't want to look back and be like, damn, I looked a lot prettier. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, what, that's something I think about a lot, too, where I don't really know what clicked for me at 18 where I decided to kind of get my shit together. But... One thing I definitely notice is people always tell you what you what they regret, especially adults. A good example is they go, I had this car back in high school. I built it. Super nice. Got rid of it. Got rid of it. <laughs> Wish I never would have got rid of it. There's so many stories and examples of stuff like that. And I think the biggest change I've made in my life is I've just taken all of those into account and learning from other people's mistakes and just, yeah. I'll just go ahead first in the stuff. You're going to keep your fucking car. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep my fucking car. I'm going to fight. Oh, At least once. Yeah. At 20, my resume is already crazy. Sometimes I think I forget some of the things I've accomplished. Just weird things, right? Like you think about, man, getting like industrial arts, like achievement awards, art awards. Like people don't think of me like as like an artist, but like I won like art competitions. And then also being that, uh, qualifying for a national trap shooting team in high school, like stuff like that. I just kind of forget about all the stuff I've done, and then I'm like, man, like my gravestone's gonna read like a fucking, you know, job finding app. <laughs> like just all the things I've accomplished at such a young age, and that's why I just don't feel twenty. You know, all I really want to do, why I just wanna just once, just to get it off my chest, I want to fucking. 
catch somebody with an uppercut. <laughs> like a clean one. I want them to be wearing a mouthpiece. I want no repercussions for it, which is why I just want to yeah. fight one time. Yeah. Just want one clean uppercut. Cause I'm a... yeah. It just feels like it really fucks someone up. <laughs> yeah, good uppercuts too. Here's the thing, Joel. You want to fight one time? Just once. So there's two outcomes. Well, I guess there's there's th- two outcomes. There's three possible outcomes, right? I want win, to fight lose, or draw. <laughs> you win, you're gonna really want to fucking win again. I know. You lose, you don't want to quit a loser. You draw, <laughs> you definitely want to get a fucking win. So I guess I'm fighting at least two times. You want to tell me the outcomes of those? The outcomes of those? Well, oh, the joke. It depends. <laughs> you know, it's a, and that's why people get stuck in it, right? Going yeah. back to... I feel like it could be an addicting yeah. thing. Well, going it is an addicting thing. If going, you go in and knock somebody it's the like fuck war. out, it's like, like war. It's How many thing. people go off to war and they come back and they're just not the same? They're constantly chasing that high because the things they experienced over there were so much more surreal than anything they'd experienced in their regular life up until that point. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> it is creepy, but it's the same thing, right? Like I was going back to saying... Setting a goal for eight weeks to have a fight at the end of eight weeks, right? What happens? That's kind of creepy. What happens? What happens when you spent the last eighteen of your eighteen years of your life trying to make fights, get a fight, spending it in fight camp, climbing the ranks, chasing a world title, and then after eighteen years, that's gone. What do you have to? What are you gonna do? There's no fight camps to keep you in shape. That's why a lot of people, you know, they just indulge in. They just get lost. And then what happens is they end up in barrel knuckle boxing. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, bare knuckle league. Yeah. So, yeah, but I have a good balance, right? I don't put all my eggs in one basket, really. Like, I always kind of take into account different scenarios and all possibilities. Like, I, you know, with fighting, I don't, that's not going to be my career. I have other options than that. <coughs> but I just love it. You know, I will, even if I never, well, I will fight. But even if I'm not a fighter, I will constantly train throughout my life just because it's going to keep me healthy. I don't have a problem with breaking somebody's face, but I have a problem <laughs> with somebody breaking my face. Yeah. Well, isn't That's that, where I fall short. <laughs> isn't that how you want to fight? You hit, but don't get hit? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then, now you just study Floyd Mayweather tape and Canelo tape, and make sure you don't get hit. Be the nice Lomachenko, Canelo, Floyd. But if I chose boxing, then I'd just be flat out stupid by the time I was forty. If you, possibly, if you, if you listen to like somebody who's done MMA their whole life mm-hmm. or somebody who's done boxing their whole life commentate, it's fucking bad. <laughs> it's well, really bad. Um, one thing to that, um science is kind of proving it's there's such thing as neuroplasticity where your brain's essentially a muscle indeed and it's kind of cool it kind of gives me relief on some areas yeah, where like lennox lewis plays chess every day keeps his mind sharp he boxed for a long time in the heavyweight division he got hit with some bombs but his mind is sharp Neuroplasticity Joel constantly worked O'Leary. his brain now. Joel O'Leary plays Rocket League every fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Keeps that neuroplasticity. Yeah. But you ever meet somebody who's sixty and say they worked the same job for the last forty years? They're kind of stupid. Yes, 
they're very stupid. They didn't take any time to learn. They never read a book. They never tried to learn a skill or had hobbies. Yeah, they know. They know what they know, and they don't learn unless they truly have. Unless they truly have to. I like to learn about petty ass shit. Yeah. And little things. Well, we're fortunate too, right? Because we don't have to go to a library to learn. <laughs> yeah. Like, just YouTube. Man, even just watching like YouTube videos, even though it might not always be the most productive, but you can find some interesting stuff and just whatever it takes to keep your mind sharp. Like anything that involves like problem solving, stuff like that. Help pondering. Yeah, Dale Earnhardt Jr. talked about that. Like they, you know, when you think of CTE, you think of fighters and football players, but you don't think about like NASCAR drivers. Yeah, NASCAR drivers are getting CTE. <laughs> but and he had like bad concussions where like he had to stay in dark rooms, Uh-oh. just bad mood swings. But going back to like neuroplasticity, working his brain out, stuff like that. It's helped a lot with it. Neuroplasticity. Like, the brain yeah. is such a cool thing. It is. They're finding out so much shit about it. Yeah. Dude. Have you, have you turned on the news at all today? I don't turn on the news ever. Bro. The, have you ever seen that family guy where Peter declares his property his own country? Dude, uh, I'm right in front of this fucking thing. <laughs> I know. Have you ever seen the family guy where Peter declares his property his like own country Pretoria, i think no okay well in seattle right now i forget what it's called f- oh are you talking about where they barricaded off the blocks with cars that is so crazy i love it but they declared it a country literally wait really yeah what'd they call it P- i don't i fucking freak like it's in my phone right now not Pretoria. not <laughs> shut up <laughs> They probably called it like Antifaville or something. Antifaville. No, I've been having so much fun on Twitter. I've been tweeting just the most sarcastic shit ever. Like, what I say? I just joined Antifa. Feels so good to be part of something bigger than myself. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, I don't remember what they called it, and it wasn't in my phone. But it's they literally like have all these blocks sectioned off, and they made a little map, and they drew it on the map, and... I forget what the fuck they named it. It's like three different words. It's like, no something. Black Lives Matter? No, no is one of the words. I know huh. that. No and cap is one of the words. Or huh. maybe it's just cap. No cap? No. no <laughs> it's not no and cap, but it's cap. Cap is one of the words. Uh, did you see the video of that guy drive his... He attempted <laughs> no. to drive his car into the crowd, stopped. The guy reaches in. To grab him, and he gets shot by the guy. Are the you driver kidding? of the car, driver of the car, gets out and just disappears into the crowd. It's fantastic. The guy was videoing it out of his window. Fucking crazy. No, the driver shot the guy trying to stop the driver. Well, he was. But yeah. then this is a weird yeah. thing: is that whole crowd of people is watching the guy with the gun make his getaway, and I'm like, dude, he had his back to at least twenty people. I'm fucking that guy up. It is my so it is my civil ju- duty. He was about to just drive through the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna isolate that one arm. I'm gonna put the hurt on him, and I'm gonna go viral. Put the hurt on. <laughs> Dude, I think about this sometimes. You're I'm like at Dana White. <laughs> yeah. What happens if I get in an altercation with and subdue some guy using some jujitsu and get on the news? What? How am I gonna do? I'm just gonna be like, I just like to thank my trainers, and my coaches. Dude, shout at, out to or, Triad. Yeah, shout out Oregon Triad because they're teaching me how to protect the people here. <laughs> And if you want to come in, 
first week's free. I'll throw you the fuck around. And you worry. might go viral like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd cut, a, I'd cut a great promo. <laughs> I love that. You ever get... Yeah, if you get bored sometimes, just go on the internet and just look up people subduing burglars or car thieves <laughs> with jiu-jitsu. It's, Dude, it's like hilarious. It. Nothing's, nothing's more funny than watching a criminal know he's red-handed and a guy just having him in an arm bar and he can't get out. And he's like, no, we're waiting until the cops get here. <laughs> and he tries to get out and he says, nope, lay down. Lay Ow, down. Dude, you just Stop. Your arm snap. Stop. Yeah. There was one guy who, a guy charged at him or something. I think he stole a woman's purse and he was trying to get away. And then I think he pulled the knife on the guy and he literally hip-tossed him and then just got his back and just held him there until the cops got there. Oh How God. demoralizing. You know, you ever... like. It, this hasn't happened to me in a long time, but you know when you really fucked up and you're just like immediately heart rate jumps up <laughs> and you're just like, uh, where, what do I do? What yes, do I do next? Yes, it'd be, I it's essential to, it'd be like crashing your car when you're trying to drift or something, when you're just doing some childish shit and you crash your car and you're like, well, I can't lift my car up and put it back onto the road and get out of here. Unless. Like this sucks. <laughs> now just imagine... You just got caught red-handed in a crime, and this guy's got your back, and you can't get away. <laughs> it'd be the it'd be that feeling times thirty. It'd be pretty horrible. Yeah, it would. Yeah, no. Glad I don't have that problem. Thank God I'm not a scumbag. <laughs> Thank God I can escape an armbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you meant to say. Yeah, I'd hitchhike out of there, get inside <laughs> control, start laying elbows. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to wait till the fucking cops get here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, or the best is when somebody, this happened to, last year in Brazil, a guy tried to mug a female UFC fighter, and it looked like he got hit by a train. Dude, she so fucked him funny. up so bad. Well, Literally, his face was all swollen and purple, eyes swollen shut. Oh. Dude, that first punch she landed was probably so fucking clean. The element of surprise. She probably lit him up with like five or six punches and then just dragged his ass to the ground because you know he fell over. What's it? What'd he do? Guard up and, you know, take a couple, shell up and take a couple steps back, wait to. Wait to return? No. He, you know, he got lit up. He was standing on his heels. He fell flat on his ass. And then she probably proceeded to lay the ass whooping of the century on this poor criminal. Method's a different story, though. Method is a different That's story. That's the equalizer. The, Method, this, you break his arm in an arm bar, he doesn't really care. This, is why, this, is, this is why I tell people, though, for the listeners. Say, you're like, fuck doing jujitsu. I'm not going to invest time in that. The, the number Dude, one. You don't want to get in a fight with somebody who knows jujitsu. The number the one defense. Ever. Th- here's the number one defense for jujitsu. Well, I guess there's two, a gun and a bite. You bite a motherfucker, they'll probably let go. You take a chunk out of somebody's arm, Definitely. they're probably gonna let go of you. Definitely. Yeah, that's the equalizer right there. Yeah. That's the equalizer. That Equ- is, talk equalizer. about primal. <laughs> yeah, talk about primal. You take a fucking chunk out of somebody, they're gonna let go real quick. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know why if we ever get in a scuffle I'm biting your ass immediately. Me? Yeah. We'll once never you, get in a scuffle. Once Joel. you get me into this mission, I'm just gonna take a chunk out of your fucking forearm. It'll be decent. I'm gonna make sure it's a triangle. Then it'll be out of your fucking groin. Nah, because you're gonna have your mouth strapped around your, Dude, your I, arm I, strapped around your mouth. I promise. I promise I'll be able to get a chunk out really. Yeah. Thigh-ish area. Yeah. 
Dude, seriously though, you take a chunk out of somebody, it'd do some damage. Dude, a good fucking bite. Man, that's brutal. I'd be so fucking pissed. We got canines for a reason. I would be outraged. Oh, yeah. I would probably kill the guy. I'd probably kill him, too. Dude, I would probably. Make it hell. I would probably, yeah, I would probably rip the trunk out of his mouth. Put it back on your leg. Yeah, (laughs) or I'd make him fucking eat it, then make him choke on it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shove it down his throat and put him in a rear naked. (laughs) Uh, I hope someone never fucking bites me. That's okay. bad when you see street fight videos. Well, if you're embarrassing somebody too much, somebody. they're gonna bite you. Yeah. The thing I feel like yeah. the only thing that could bring a bite. I have out no des- I have no desire to be in a street fight. I mean, that, dude, I don't even have. I don't even have. I don't even have a desire to put my hands on somebody outside of a gym or a competition. It's a foreign feeling. It really it is. is. Like, if you're, if listen, the only people who are comfortable doing that have problems. Yeah. No. Like. There, hmm, I've been in a position where I was wondering why the fuck I didn't want to punch the guy in the face, and it was because he just didn't quite do enough. Like, he said a lot, but he didn't quite do enough. Yeah, well... To deserve it. To deserve Somebody's got to somebody's gotta do a lot for me to want to hurt them. I'm a very nice guy. Same. I have yeah. a long... Fe- I wouldn't say I'm a nice guy, but I have a pretty long fuse. <laughs> I have a long fuse, too. I'm pretty fucking durable. No, I'm a nice I don't, guy. I don't lose my cool very often. Actually, I never lose my cool. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Even in the most shitty of situations, I've always kept my cool and been the bigger person. Well, yeah, actually, pretty much for the most part. Because I would say, like, especially the last two years, but before that, you know. Any altercation I've been in, they were also a kid, so they're probably not as level-headed as me. <laughs> so, you know, when you're both immature, but the other person's more immature. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I won that altercation. <laughs> but like, especially when like people are intoxicated, like no, like, that gets bad. Yeah, because then even if they fucking come at you, you're still dropping a drunk. It's just person. very gross when you see two people who are intoxicated. One person who's very intoxicated, and them kind of taking that as an opportunity to beat this person up. You know they're just projecting whatever demons they have inside onto that person. Yeah. Like, they're not fighting. Like, it's not, it's it's never, a street fight's. That's a really good 90% point. 90% of the time, it's never justified. And you see anybody who's constantly picking fights, I guarantee you they're not happy. And there's just something deep down inside that's not right with them that's just not sitting right with them so what they do is they just take their anger out on the world it's the same thing you people work shitty jobs right they come home and they take their frustrations out on everybody else it's not fair it's why you don't punch a drunk guy in the face yeah just dude but seriously demons. or like or like when someone's already done and subdued and they start kicking them on the ground oh, yeah, that's like terrible. what brings somebody to do that like i mean they're pissed I they're know. fucking heated I know, but like you like see that in the riots, like they probably didn't. <laughs> there's so there's so many people at these protests. They didn't feel like they got the leverage on the hook, yeah. and they didn't. I know, so they kick them. But you know, when you see someone at a protest getting fucked up and they're on the ground holding their head, and random people out of the crowd come in and start kicking them, oh, they just feel like, like they're it. not they're not they're there for the right reasons. Like, like, what are you doing that for? What are you doing that for? Are you doing that to make a change? No, you're just doing that to get your licks in, uh-huh. because, like I said, you got something deep down that you need to get out. And that doesn't get it out. All does raise your adrenaline, make you feel kind of good about yourself. You feel like a badass. Makes you feel like a man. You're not a man if you do that. No. You're not a person. You're not an adult if you do that. There's a big difference between being an adult 
and being of age of an adult. <laughs> I've noticed that a lot recently. Yeah. Your age is not a merit of your superiority over me. Negative. Yeah. A lot of people believe that. A lot of people act fucking act like that, and it bothers me. <laughs> My mom said something the other day. She said something about seniority, and I was like, seniority? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that's real? And she was like, I mean, yeah. And I was like... Are you sure? <laughs> no. It's I mean, not. in some senses it is. In some senses. grandma it is, okay? Yeah. Different, <laughs> though. Your grandma usually doesn't take your her frustrations from her own life out on you. She can. You don't fucking know that. <laughs> well, I'm not counting it out of possibilities. At least not my grandparents. <laughs> like, my Vietnamese grandma, like, she's a hard woman. She, for the most part. Now, she can be very petty. Very petty. I've heard stories. I've never had to deal with it. I've... I've well, kind everybody of seen can it. be petty. Oh, everybody she, can be petty. She took my, I can't remember what happened, but her and my grandpa got in an argument and she took all his clothes, all his clothes, took him out on the porch, or took him out in the driveway and lit him on fire. <laughs> I want to be happy. That is so petty. I've got over there before. And it's really funny because my grandpa's also very stubborn. I mean, he's just a farm boy. You have to realize, like, they're from a different world. Different world. And so they're very stubborn, right? They kind of know how to, they live their life. And it's kind of hard to adjust to how other people live their life. So just stuff like that, like, where they just, I've gone over there and they're just, like, not talking to each other over just, like, some really, like, goofy shit. Goofy shit. Like, wanting to, like, remodel a bathroom and how she thinks it should be done versus how he thinks it should be done. Granted, he knows how to remodel a bathroom, right? But she doesn't. But he doesn't really convey that like I would, right? So then it turns into, like, an argument or something. Stuff like that. It's kind of funny to see because it's never really that bad. There's some people who, a little shit like that, just destroys their life and Indeed. ruins their life. Where they just let the littlest of things get to them. Road rage, dude. Road rage. Dude, I, that's been coming out of me kind of recently, but it's not bad. Road rage? I kind of find joy in yeah, it. Yeah, like will you drive like a fucking maniac? You don't need... Yeah. Yeah, I do. But, well, yeah, I drive like a maniac, but that doesn't make me a bad driver. I'm no, a, it doesn't I, make you a bad driver. I've, because I'm a good driver, that means I can drive like a maniac without completely crashing and hurting somebody <laughs> yeah but yeah road rage when you see it, when you hardly even cut somebody off just the act of getting in front of somebody on the interstate really pisses some people off <laughs> you know i'm like god i don't even get mad at them i just feel bad for them the only times i get mad is when somebody's just either straight up pussy and i can tell yeah or they're just like don't know how to drive very well yeah. You know, they're either too old or too fucking young. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? At what age do you become a bad driver? Uh, dude, I, to be honest, okay, so the other day I was driving and I was, like, I was flying, right? Yeah. I was flying, and this dude in front of me was flying as well, like a motherfucker, and he was staying in his lane. I thought, I expected when I passed him, I expected it to him to look something like me, look <laughs> a little bit like me, and you know what? Just he was old, old as motherfucker. fuck, white-haired, old as fuck. And That's I hilarious. Wanted to give him a round of applause. Dude. Yeah, seriously. Dude, but <laughs> actually, I was like, I was fly- I got cut off on trying to turn on to North Albany Road from yeah. coming over the bridge, and 
so I just kept going on the Highway 20, and I wasn't really paying attention, but I was, like, kind of on this dude's ass in front of me. And I'm, like, I'm looking for a song on my phone, and I, like, look over, and there's a dude in the fucking, like, he's, I'm at the very end of the merge lane, and there's a dude who just, like, flew up next to me. He's in a truck, and I, like, look up at him, and he's old as fucking bald, and I just start laughing, like, my mouth open laughing, because, like, I'm not going to slow down. Yeah. If he fucking, I got full coverage. If he fucking crashes, it's his fault for being a stupid ass. Like I just start laughing in his face, not even looking at the road anymore, and he just slams on his fucking brakes. Oh man, you ever see somebody though, like seriously reckless drive? Yeah. Dude, it's kind of chilling. There was one time in North Albany, this guy in a maroon Honda Civic. I never one. drive drunk. I think driving drunk would be the stupidest thing ever to yeah, give you that it is. like little inhibition. Like it I is. can do it. It is. No. But, yeah, so this guy cut people off, no blinkers. He would cut somebody off, get in front of them, speed up to the person in front of them, honk on their horn. I mean, seriously dangerous driving. Yeah. Wait, we're talking within three feet of each car. Yeah. Front and back, just cutting them off, swerving through. On, like, the bridge in North Albany. Like, dude, this guy is fucking dangerous. Like, what the fuck is this guy thinking? Uh And then here's the worst part. I saw him again the same day doing the same thing i'm like what is going on in this guy's life like i could think maybe i don't know someone just lost their arm (laughs) and they got him in the back seat and he's just squirting blood everywhere and he's trying to get to the hospital physician i'd fucking run from the police yeah so i can understand that but then to see him again later the same day going the opposite way doing the same exact thing oh scary another time we were on our way back from california and we were going through medford and this one guy and this old man it was weird. His old man and his wife, and I guarantee you they were arguing or something, but he literally got up on our ass, honking, like on the interstate, like really close to us, honking. We get out of the way, speeds past us, honks at the next person, cutting people off. So we get off on the exit. We're like, we're going to in and out Well, he happens to get off Did on the Did you look the at same, the license plate? Uh, Is it an organ license plate is what I'm yeah, asking? Yeah, it was. So we happen to get off on the same exit as him. And we're, we're just going in and out. We're not following the guy, but he must have thought we were following him. So we're coming off the off-ramp, and there's a stoplight at the end of the off-ramp. We get up behind him. He sees us, makes eye contact through the rearview mirror, runs the red light, going like 50 through Medford in town. Runs another tweaker. red light. What a tweaker. Runs another red light and just is hauling ass through town. I'm like, dude. What kind of car was he driving? A blue Tundra. A new Tundra. A truck. Yeah. Wow. But can you imagine that? Like, what is going on where... He, we get up behind him. He makes eye contact and takes off. Can you imagine if he T-boned somebody? Like, whoa, God, it's just so scary. Some people are so reckless. Some people really just don't know how fragile their own lives are and other people's. Yeah, especially when you're in a fucking car. <laughs> That's one thing fighting to teach you. Man, you can get fucked up pretty easy, and especially in a car. Like, before cars... You would never, ever Dude, I'm hit sure the speed. Ho- I'm sure a horse crash was fucked up. Yeah, especially if it's laying on you. But before cars, you would never get in a collision at 50 miles an hour, let alone reach the speed of 50 miles an I'm hour. I'm sure there was a horse collision at 50 miles an hour. Don't fuck with me. Can horses get up to 50 miles an yeah, hour? Yeah, they can. Really? And they can get to 40 for sure in late 50s. Damn. It's a good horse. Can you imagine a horse crash at 50 miles an hour? But seriously, yeah. Some crazy people out there. I'm glad it. I just let those kind of five miles an hour. Holy is top shit! Speed. Really? Dude, they haul pussy. 
55 miles an hour. That was our mode of transportation, dog. Dude, I would. My favorite video you take care of the of protest the is the people boys. in Houston pulling up on horseback, like 20 guys, like 20 black guys on horseback That's in dope. Houston. Dude, that was badass. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, dude. It looked like something out of a movie. It was like something out of an Avengers movie where they just rolled up, they just took the hill. They got their fists up in the air like, oh, fuck yeah, these brothers mean business. Business. Horseback? You know you fucked up. Derek Chauvin, you know you fucked up. You, you brought out people on horseback to protest. Monks, Amish, people on horseback. Shit's real. Dude, <laughs> it is. And I don't think it's winding down. The media would like to make you think it's winding down. Dude, how fucked up is just the news? And the, I, I was reading this book. I never finished it. But it was titled "Who Controls the Mass Media," and they basically break it down how the transition from newspapers to radio to television, and how there was all these different private entities when there were newspapers, and it essentially just got smaller and smaller and smaller. To now, it's just a small handful of people who basically control the narrative on everything, and we saw that right, like the well, coronavirus stuff. Fucking stupid people. Yeah, that's the worst thing. I don't think they're stupid. If they were smart, it'd here's be the thing. Cool. Yes, they're stupid if you're thinking about what's best for the people, but they're smart if you're thinking about how to make money. And how to control people. Because yeah. I wouldn't think that the general population is as stupid yeah. as they actually are. But like are. the coronavirus thing, like how many people's livelihoods were put at risk just to drive this narrative of the virus? Like, man, that hit a huge impact on people. And what would have happened if media just told the truth? But it doesn't matter. That's not the business they're in. They're not, not in the business of telling the truth. But the effect that had on so many people is just crazy. And you think, it, wow, man, just to, by the media driving a certain narrative, they can shut down the country for three months, destroy yeah. the lives of seriously thousands and thousands, all just, and then overnight switch. Yeah, yeah, okay. Overnight just switch and be like, okay, yeah, that's over. Go ahead and protest. Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, like it's disgusting. People were at the beach and they were calling them grandma killers, and then five days later they're saying go protest. It's it's yeah. pretty weird. It's just contra- it, It's that's what I mean by the general population is stupid because like they I know. still watch I, I it. I agree. They watch it and they don't realize that. Oh wait, how long? How long ago was that? Was that five days ago or was that like three months ago? I don't remember. What. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, the general population is really stupid. They can be herded like sheep, right? Seriously. I never watch the news, but there's people who watch the news every day, and it has a visual effect on their life. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious the effect it has on them. Requiem for a dream? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. We just believe everything you're told, and you don't do anything. That hurts to my possibly... heart. Yeah. The more I think about that mom in the movie, it hurts my heart. Yeah. Because just some That's people, the general population. It is a general population where they just believe what they're told. It's the same thing when, like, if you're talking... This happens all the time when I'm talking, like, diet with people. And they're like, I'm like, yeah, I don't eat dairy. They're like, you don't eat dairy, but it's good for your bones. You need the calcium. And I'm like, do you? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, are you saying that because you were told that your entire life? Or are you saying that because you've done research? But you should understand that people are also built different. Yeah. Between you I know, and but just that general idea of everybody saying, or just like you know, I had a talking about fasting with somebody, and they go, "Oh, I go to a doctor 
and tell him you don't eat breakfast. <laughs> the eyes Go when you say to that. a doctor and tell him yeah, you don't eat breakfast. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? Are you saying this? Are you saying this because? Are you? I'm serious. Huh? Okay. <laughs> are you saying that because your entire life you've been told breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Are you saying that because you looked up information that contradicts that narrative and you found out that, in fact, breakfast is the most important meal of the day? No. Most likely is, yes, you were probably just told your entire life breakfast is the most important meal of the day <laughs> and you didn't do any research that contradicts that narrative. So, therefore, you just believe it. I wouldn't say it's not the most important meal of the day, but I think the fact that I mean, I don't eat breakfast, I don't fucking eat in the mornings, but I wouldn't say like it makes sense. You don't sense. need to. It, yeah, I don't need to. Nobody needs to, but it makes sense how somebody would say it's the most important meal of the day. It's like the first thing you eat when you get up. I feel better if I eat before I work out. I can't say that. Like yeah. if I if I wake up and I eat yeah. something before I work out, I feel a hundred times better. Yeah. But it's different if you're fucking fast. It's, it's the same thing, right? Like, oh, like if you a... eat, don't go swimming for 45 minutes. How many people believe that? Everybody, because that's what they've been told well, I mean, until they do it for themselves and realize, oh, I don't know I'm anybody actually fine. followed that rule. Yeah, well, everybody says it, right? I mean, I've heard it, it but, yeah. like, not past the age of five. But it's the same thing. Like, we're just indoctrined into these ideas, and nobody does anything to to look up you know, any information that goes against that. And then people just get... So then what happens is people don't like the idea of them not knowing. That's the scariest thing to people is realizing that they don't know. Because we really don't know. We don't know anything. Everything we know changes often. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is then you get in an argument and then what happens is they it turns into a what about isms. That's my least favorite thing hmm. when you're having a conversation with someone and on a certain subject and they go, well, what about, no, 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 don't do that. Don't get into what about isms. Talk about what we're talking about. Don't <laughs> change the subject because you want to change it to something that you might be correct about because you were proven incorrect. Bothers me. Bothers me. Yeah. A lot of people get emotionally invested in their ideas. They dig their heels in. <laughs> dig that's why I tell people. Heels that's what I tell people too. I'll be talking to somebody. I'm like, don't dig your heels in. I was like, just like, it's you. You'll feel better if you don't dig your heels in too. You will feel better. Well, I feel like if somebody loses an argument or if you correct somebody, yeah. they feel like an idiot. Yeah. And you obviously do. Yeah. Ben Askren had a great tweet. It was something along the lines of something. You know, a lot of smart. You know, smart people say they don't know, or I didn't know that more often. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. Well, it's true. It is. Like if if I. You know, there was something that happened with, like, the Vegas. I remember this one vividly. It was the Vegas shooting, and they were talking about, oh, banning these weapons. And I was like, it was a legally bought weapon, illegally modified. And then someone said, well, it was a legally bought weapon with a legally bought modification, which is bump stock. I go, okay, I didn't know that. Easy as that. Mm-hmm. But that's not actually what happened. That's what another happened? story. <laughs> At the Vegas shooting? Well, I don't fucking know anything about that. I remember watching that shit on. Yeah, how crazy is that? Well, I didn't take any of it. I didn't, yeah, we yeah, I was, I in a murky, I was in a murky water. Yeah, we were in the murky waters. But everybody needs to go listen to the tinfoil hat Did, episode with we... the mysterious helicopters. He basically breaks down that there was gunshot, there was gunfire from multiple vantage points, and there's video of it where you hear the gunshots. 
and then you hear gunshots that sound closer. And then there's videos of what looks to be infrared lasers reflecting off of buildings. Invisible to the naked eye, but some cell phone cameras can pick up infrared lasers. That's crazy. So then there was, a bu- there was reports of a bunch of helicopters in the area too. So it was, people were saying that it was possibly people in helicopters with infrared lasers shooting down on people. And they go into the autopsies and people are getting bullet holes in the tops of their heads. And then they don't See, release a lot of those autopsies. way too fucked up to take any of this in. Yeah. It took me like three hours, not three hours. It took me like literally 30 minutes to figure out what the fuck they were yeah. even talking well, I about. Was, I didn't know what yeah. shooting. I thought the shooting happened like two days ago. Like I didn't know why oh, we were watching I had listened to that episode That's two times. Creepy. And then I had watched it, I think, another two times. But, and then they go into uh, who owns the helicopters in the areas, helicopter agencies, the National Guard, who would have access to the helicopters, how many of them were grounded, and it just adds up to be a real fucking creepy situation, and that man did not commit the Vegas shooting. And within a week, everybody forgot about it, and it's the, I consider it one of like the biggest terrorist attacks in America that we just left unsolved. Unsolved to the population, but probably for the best. Basically, probably for the best. (laughs) A lot of people, yeah. It'd be cool to be one of those guys who knows what happened. Yeah. It'd be awesome. I don't know if it'd be cool to be one of those guys that know what happened. Have that way on you. (laughs) But guess what? If you're one of those guys who knows what happened, you probably know about a lot creepier shit. I just want to know who the fuck did it. I want to know who does everything. Yeah. Which creepy person? I don't know if they're on TV. I don't know if they're verbally lying to everybody. I just want to know who's the biggest yeah. scumbag out there. The real people who pull the strings, we don't know their names. Indeed, I know. Isn't that the most depressing thing? Oh, yeah. People think Trump's the one who's driving this country into the ground. So did that. That guy who killed George Floyd, did he actually not... Is he not in prison? Because that dude, that mugshot doesn't look like him. Is that actually supposed to be his mugshot? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I haven't looked into it. Um, but I but assume yeah. there's nothing to look into. That mugshot doesn't look like him. His ears are significantly smaller. Well, yeah, they need to be rotated. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Their, his ear is different. Like people, talk, whole, people talk about like the hairline. His, and his whole like, side profile is different. His jaw structure is different. It's the same thing with Epstein. The one picture we got of his body being carried out of the jail looks completely different than him. I didn't see it. Can you find that for me? I didn't see that. I'll show it to you afterwards. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. What I think is funny is, like, (laughs) the coronavirus, I don't think, was a big grand conspiracy. I think it was blown out of proportion. I think it was a real virus that affected people. (laughs) Yeah, but it was blown out of proportion. It was blown out of proportion. I don't buy into the conspiracies that it was manufactured to cause some. YouTube is censoring the doctors who are saying that. I know. Which is really fucked up. That's YouTube's fucked creepy. Up. YouTube is but, creepy. So Everything's I, creepy. I really don't buy into the conspiracies about the coronavirus, and I don't buy into some of the extreme conspiracies about all these protests and stuff like that. Like, I do believe that you know, the, like the bricks and stuff like that. That's undeniable. Bricks being laid out in the cities. That's undeniable. But do I think that it was manufactured to cause riots and everything i don't really think that because what are you telling me that every shitbag cop in the country is in on this no i don't think so i think it's a matter of their shitbag cops wait you shitbag you think that shitbag cops put the bricks there uh well there's video there's video of them there's video and pictures of cops laying bricks out but no i'm talking where people think this is like a big conspiracy to cause like civil unrest and i'm like i'm like 
oh, you realize, like, to pull that off, like, everybody's got to be in on it. And I don't think there's... I, what? <laughs> yeah, they got every fucking cop in, uh, on LAPD in on this. No, I think there's just a lot of shitbag cops. Some people really blow stuff out of proportion. You know, there's conspiracies that I do believe in, but there's some people just believe in every conspiracy, right? It's just kind of lazy to believe in every conspiracy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And, man, do I love listening to those lazy conspiracies. It's fun. But I don't subscribe to a lot of those ideas. <laughs> All right, Joel. I got a rock a piss and we just banged out an hour. Perfect. Play a tune and get out of here. Once again, like, subscribe to the Spotify. Subscribe to the Spotify playlist. Didn't even know you could do that. Subscribe on Spotify. Well, follow us. It's not quite subscribing. Play the Spotify playlist. If you like the music we play in here, take a screenshot, post it, share it, spread the good word, and we're out.
Yeah.